Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Beanbag Cafe podcast. I'm your host, Julie Fernandes, and I'm thrilled to be here today, as I am on every podcast. It is such a pleasure and a privilege to be able to share with you some of the things that I feel uh, need to be said or come through me and need to be said. And today we are going to be talking about how to keep your cup filled as a mom. And we can talk about the literal coffee cup that most of us are drinking cold, you know, three hours after we've made it. Or we can talk about the more abstract concept of meeting your needs as a mom so that you can help, serve, guide, teach, provide for others. Because it's a big job that I don't think any of us are really trained for. And we're kind of thrown in at the at the deep end, especially now in modern culture where we don't really live in these sort of um, pods of families where there's where there's teachers for us or role models or that kind of thing. It's not we're not living in the traditional human sort of pack sense, you know? So if that's something that is interesting to you, how to meet your needs as a mom, what are your needs as a mom, how to figure those out, then make sure you keep listening. Make sure you subscribe and share this share this episode and podcast with any mommy friends out there who may need it. And let's jump right in. So let's talk about needs as a mom. And I want to share some personal experiences as well, because this is something that has been coming up for me a lot lately. Like you think you know, and then you peel back another layer, and then you find out that you don't know. Uh, What I suggest uh, when someone asks me this question, like, what do you need? Like, Julie, like, what do you need to feel good in your body or to thrive on a day-to-day basis? And, you know, I don't know if I'd ever taken the time to really think about it. And I actually, and this is something else that I'm not great at, but I actually wrote these things down. Like, what do I actually need? And I don't actually have the list to share with you, but I can, off the top of my head, I can remember certain things. Um, One of them was like being more in nature, exercising or moving my body every day, a certain amount of sleep, which as a mom is something I can't always control, Uh, eating enough, you know, eating enough high quality food, because I've just spent too many years filling my body with garbage, trying different types of eating frameworks, let's call it that, and not really knowing how to feed myself or I've forgotten, maybe that's the right word. I've forgotten how to feed myself, which is kind of crazy. Uh, at this point in my life, uh, I need deep connection, like friendships, uh, relationships, um, closeness. Uh, I want to play with my children. I want to read a good book. Like some things are super basic and some, some things are a little bit more deep. But understanding what your needs are, and I think as human beings, you know, we have we probably find we have a lot of this a similar similar type of needs, collective needs. And then there'll be certain things that are unique to you as an individual. And just because you become a mom doesn't mean those things go away. You know, you just get added things onto your plate. You are still you as a person. And yes, there are aspects of you that are changed forever. But ultimately, you're the same person before you went in to have that baby and after you had that baby or however you had your baby or got your baby or whatever. So we need to honor them. Because if you're not feeling yourself, if you're feeling frazzled, if you're feeling burnt out, if you are just miserable, I spoke about that a couple of episodes back, the mom miserable, it's because your needs aren't being met. And how do we even go about fixing that or making you feel better? 
Um, things that I've spoken about on this podcast is expectations and really lowering your expectations. Think of this as a new job. When you first become a parent, you've had no experience. Like I'm just generalizing, but typically, and you know, you, you can't expect to be this pro at this, like you can't expect to be doing surgery already when you haven't even opened the, the textbook on basic human anatomy. It's that kind of thing. You really have to be kind to yourself because a lot of the misery or the feeling like you're not good enough, is it's between your ears, right? It's what you are thinking. It's all mental. When I realized this, that motherhood was my attitude and my perspective and how I saw the world versus things coming at me and trying to get me, everything changed for me because it was something I could quote unquote control. It was something that I had some kind of sway over, my thoughts, Basically, that's all I can really control. I can't control my little three-year-old or four-year-old who has a tantrum because she wanted a blue cup and I gave her a pink cup because yesterday she wanted the pink cup. I can't really control that. I do my best with the information I have when it comes to that kind of thing. But I can control my perspective and my attitude and how I approach her and and go into that saying, okay, she's gonna, she might not accept, she might very well not accept the cup that I'm, that I'm about to give her and that's okay. That's completely appropriate for her age. And I have no expectations of how this little uh, interaction is going to carry out. And honestly, that, that that as silly and basic as that example is, that is going to make me a happier person ultimately versus going in there expecting her to know what she wants or uh, be articulate about it or not change her mind and then be sorely disappointed and upset and perhaps think that this is, you know, I'm being too lenient on her and this is me as a bad mom. No, zero expectations. But back to your needs and how, how do you even go about meeting those needs? So recently I said I would share an example. Uh, my eight-month-old baby is teething and I don't know. I don't remember the other ones teething like this, but I'm sure they did. But I'm basically waking up every two hours at night. And we're getting now to the point where I need basic stuff, which is I need basic sleep. I need basic food. So when it comes to needs, I am really going back to Maslow's hierarchy of needs to the basic level, which is like food and shelter and rest, essentially. Uh, I am trying not to overload my plate with like social activities and things, although that doesn't always happen on the weekends. But during the week, I try and take it easy and I try and get in a nap, which is not something that I ever prioritized. And that's the thing about needs. When there are needs and you are neglecting them, there's going to be a major disconnect between how you feel in life. And something that you need right now doesn't mean you're going to need it forever. I'm not necessarily going to need, it might be nice, but I'm not going to need to take a nap uh, forever. But for right now, when I'm getting very broken sleep, and this affects how I parent and how I just show up in the world, I need to take that extra rest for myself. So I am really going back to basics. And I think sometimes when you are feeling really squeezed in motherhood, you need to look at the basic things. Are you feeding yourself enough? I want to do an episode on mom food um, because this is something that I severely a, misunderstood and and I'm still mastering it for sure. I'm not even in the mastering section, but I'm getting there um, and be just 
I, I neglected it. I, I didn't, you know, I knew in theory that it's important, you know, put your oxygen mask on first before you help other people. But I really didn't take that to heart. And I did not prioritize what it means to feed myself and fuel myself so that I can operate properly in this world. Uh, so I'm really going back to basics of getting as much sleep as I can when I can. So when baby sleeps, I try like during one of her naps, she does two naps a day. The second nap, usually uh, it's so hard for me to, you know, I get so uh, enticed by my phone, you know, having this moment of like peace with my kids at school and the baby's napping. I'm essentially alone. Wow. That's such, you know, that's a miracle. So I try and put my phone away and I put like an eye mask over my eyes to block out the light because I'm quite a light sleeper as it is. And I close my eyes. And even if I don't sleep, I usually go into some kind of deep rest where at the very least I'm taking out all of the stimulation, all of literally the light, the sound, my phone, and I'm just lying there and giving myself 20 minutes, 30 minutes. Sometimes I set a timer. Sometimes if I have enough time, I will just let myself naturally kind of relax and I usually will spend 45 minutes there and it's a game changer. It's one of these things where you think taking the time to nap or to rest is, I mean, I hope we're not thinking that this is lazy at this point in time, but I know people do that. But taking that time, it it comes back with dividends, if you know what I mean. Because ultimately in a 24-hour period, yeah, it's not perfect. You're not getting your eight hours uninterrupted sleep like we've all been sold is how we need to live life. But in that eight-hour period, you're making up, you're patchworking your sleep together and you're making it up so that you can at least function and feel more rested. And the reason why I've started prioritizing resting uh, during that second nap, so it's around like one, two in the afternoon, that's just kind of the timing, is because I have to pick my kids up at 3, 3.30. And then I have all of them for that like after school, dinner, bath craziness. And I need to be firing on all cylinders during the week, I would say, bar the morning, trying to get them ready for school and that kind of stuff, which often my husband does, or he's been doing a lot lately because I don't really sleep at night currently, but I really, I really need to figure that out. Um, but bar that morning rush, you know, once they come home and we're trying to get them ready for bed, it's like, we're always trying to get them to go to sleep. It's, it's nuts. That is like my peak time of day where I need the most energy and where, where my needs are not met, like if I haven't eaten enough, if I haven't slept enough, if I haven't had enough time on my own by myself, this, this is something I've also really realized in myself. I am not a great person. I'm not the best version of myself. So think about in your life, what can you really simplify? Like go back to basics because we overcomplicate everything. I think, or maybe it's just me. Let me know if it's just me, but I feel like we overcomplicate things and social media definitely doesn't help with this because you subconsciously see everybody else's, you consciously and then you subconsciously interpret everybody else's lives that you see on social media thinking that everything is perfect. But I am at my most content and sort of peaceful when things are simple, when I am not going crazy. And there's always periods of time to be busier, to create, to be in the thick of it. But day to day, as a mom of young kids, you don't want to just be surviving. 
even though that's what it feels like. You want to be thriving too. And I find the best way for me to be thriving is to meet that foundational level that, you know, I spoke about Maslow's hierarchy of needs. Most people are familiar with this, but the basics are food. I think it's food, shelter, rest, air, you know, the basics to survive. And then you get up a little bit higher in the hierarchy when you can start incorporating relationships and creating things and building things and all that kind of stuff. And that comes too. And if you can find moments in your day where you can read a good book or you can do a puzzle or you can do some kind of craft project or perhaps you have a job. I mean, that's another whole thing. Trying to balance work and mom life. We should definitely have a podcast episode about that. Uh, Yeah, you just try your best in that regard. So if you haven't heard it today, this is your message to dial it back. Write down a list of things that you need and see if you can get three or four of those every day so that you can start to feel like yourself again if you're feeling a little lost in the weeds of motherhood. Uh, And if someone you know needs to hear this, make sure you share this episode with them because the more mom positive but realistic stories we can put out in the universe... (laughs) the more we can really normalize the struggles, but also the successes. And something else that I want to talk about at another time is, you know, how you surround yourself by certain people and mom mom toxicity, you know, because I think that's also something that plays into our mental health and our happiness. But perhaps that's an episode for another day. Uh, so thank you so much for listening. Make sure to subscribe, share the podcast, leave a review on iTunes. I would so appreciate it. It really helps the podcast to grow if people leave reviews and other people can find it. And make sure that you connect with me uh, on Instagram or you can send me an email. I have all the information in the show notes and I will see you on the next episode. Bye.